welcome to another episode of You Do What? The podcast where I interview my comedian friends about their traditions and rituals. My name is Cindy Arvina. This week on the show, I have comedian Fletcher Cade. You can find Fletcher on Twitter at B-K-O-O-L Rabbit. That's B Cool Rabbit, cool with a K. And also check out Fletcher at Charlie's Vape Bar at 8 p.m. on July 20th for Up in Smoke. And this week, Fletcher and I talk about uh, non-denominational religious science and mysticism. Hope you enjoy. So, is do you um, identify as any sort of non-denominational religion? <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's the whole point of non-denominational. Religion. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's but true. Um, I, you could say I identify as that just because I genuinely did grow up like that kind mm-hmm. of how people grow up catholic i grew up in a very just kind of like i grew up going to a type of church where you would hear from both like the bible and the torah mm-hmm. and then some guy would talk about aliens <laughs> nice <laughs> so it's just kind of like everyone's welcome come on in yeah that's cool really just covering all types of weird topics so mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I went to the kind of church where people will tap you on the shoulder and be like, oh, I feel that your father is trying to speak to you through uh-huh. me. <laughs> <laughs> what, and was that out here in Los Angeles? Oh, yeah, Culver City, Agape. Agape. Yeah. That's a very um, nondescript kind of... <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, very L.A. type of church. Yeah, yeah. So from the time that you were a, a wee one... Yeah, my mom grew up Catholic, though, and then once oh, okay. she moved out here, she went on, like, this spiritual journey and went to every type of, like, religious organization mm-hmm. there was and all kinds of temples and meditation centers and then kind of landed there and then brought me up in that. Mm-hmm. So Agape is where? Do you still go? Uh, no. No, okay. <laughs> when did that stop? I hated it even as a kid, mm-hmm. and I was not, like, I was like the average kid that's like against their Catholic family or something. But like, I just, I was not into it at all. Hated all of that stuff. Did not like going. And then my mom was finally like, okay, like I won't make you go. Especially cause like I was an awful kid. Like I would get in fights with ministers and stuff. At, at, uh, at the, the, what do you call it? The church? Yeah, I guess yeah. it's the church. But yeah, absolutely. Like I, I compared God to drugs once <laughs> to a minister who volunteered at a drug rehab. Oh, shit. Just being a dick. Yeah. You know, and, like, got kicked out of teen group. And <laughs> and I wasn't even a teenager yet. And it's just lots of dumb, awful stuff, like, just me being very aggressive. Yeah. But then once I got older, I don't know what happened, but one day I looked into something that I knew my mom had tried to do for me as a kid, and mm-hmm. I thought it was stupid. And I committed to it, then realized it was working for me and was like, oh, this is very attached to other stuff that I was brought up on as, as a child and yeah. maybe I'll get back into it. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, how, what what were the ceremonies like? I don't know if you call them ceremonies, but like the... Is, I guess any word would work. Yeah, the the gathering. <laughs> was it a weekly thing, like a, like a regular church? Oh, uh, not yeah. regular, but a denominational church yeah they've got all the same things as every other church and maybe a little more because Mm -hmm. their minds are so open that you could probably be like you could do the regular sunday service but then also have classes in each religion Mm -hmm. you know anyone that you were interested in and then beyond that they just teach uh 
just overall spirituality yeah. and lots of stuff that comes under that. So there would be classes for anything from like psychic development to like releasing trauma. Wow. Yeah. And and did you participate in those classes? As a kid, no. But I remember uh, they would have like a bunch of booze and stuff set up after the Sunday church. And somebody gave me a crystal once. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was nice and shiny. Loved it. Yeah. And I kept it. And I've had, like, I still have that thing today. And later in my life, like, I just started collecting rocks. And I have maybe 100 crystals now. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous at this point. And that was just the start of it. Just, like, an implant in my mind, Inception style. Mm -hmm. But so, I I do that stuff now, though. Okay. The, the, well, and that's probably where the mysticism comes in, right? No, yeah, it's... So, like, uh, beyond just, like, meditation and learning about the average things that everyone knows about religion or everyone studies within uh, their church systems, mm -hmm. they go into the mysticism side of it because every religion has uh, mysticism. Yeah. So, more than just talking about, like, God there, they would talk about, like, what, like, what is energy, mm -hmm. you know, and... Uh, like, lots of pseudoscience and fringe science and metaphysics. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, stuff that... Because I didn't take it there, but from there, when I got kind of more wrapped up in everything. Like, I started taking uh, Reiki classes, which is, like, basically the transference of energy from another person to another. Yeah. And what, uh, what do you call it? Like, I guess magical healing it's based on. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, I had a very magical childhood. Okay. And, like, being in, like, these teen groups, were there any other kids that hated it as much as you that you kind of gelled with? Or were oh, the kids... Oh, no. No? No, no. They were all into it. Yeah, they were super into it. And they were all more... A little more Christian than me. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, it was very open, but mm -hmm. it is a place that people who... Just because it's America, like a bunch of people grew up Christian. So it, just a lot of people that were still very based in like religious dogma mm -hmm. and were so committed to that that they weren't, they were offended if I asked any questions or, really? you know. Yeah. And it wasn't like, I didn't always butt heads with people. Like a lot of the people liked me and they liked that I asked questions, mm -hmm. but there's always going to be those people that if you don't immediately agree with them, they're put off by you because yeah. they they don't know how to gel with somebody who needs to understand better. Yeah, especially as a kid where it's like you don't know how to be a person, so anyone yeah. against you, you're just like, well, fuck you, man. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, I was just a bad kid. Like, I liked mm. pissing people off. <laughs> <laughs> um, was it, did you have that in school too, or was it mostly just at, at church? Oh, no, yeah, any type of authority situation I never gelled with. Yeah. Well, I spent a lot of time in the principal's office. <laughs> a lot of parent-teacher conferences. Oh, yeah. Fletcher is... J just being a dick. <laughs> yeah. Mostly. Or, like, I would get bullied, uh. and then I would end up, like, destroying these kids. Like, either just beating them up or, like, making them look bad. Yeah. And then it would get worse, so they'd be like, well, what do we do? Like, uh -huh. you can't get your ass beat, nor can you beat these kids' asses. Mm -hmm. Did did things get a little bit better after you stopped, after your mom stopped making you go? Um, 
No. No. Well, uh, so, okay, I'll just get out the spiritual closet, I guess. But, uh, so, what really happened was, uh, I wasn't really into that stuff, but I always, as a kid, believed it. Because even outside of my mom, they're very mystical people and believe in literally anything that you could think exists. Mm -hmm. So, when I was growing up, I would, like, I wasn't a fearful kid or anything, but I would have these random spouts of just being terrified of my room and being terrified of the dark. Yeah. And I had no idea what was going on. And then just the upbringing that I had, my mom, of course, some psychic tapped her on the shoulder in the church and was like, oh, is your kid having trouble sleeping? I think there is an energy or a being in the room and something is happening. Uh But you know that your kid doesn't have to go through that. You can turn the sensitivities and abilities off. And my mom was like, hmm, okay. And then my mom, after another just night terror, my mom came in and was like, okay, you know, like, are you feeling like somebody is in the room and this, that, and the other? And she's Mm -hmm. like, you know, you can turn these things off. Just say, I don't believe in this. This does not work for me. Like, I'm scared or whatever, and it'll stop happening for you. And just being a child believing my mother, I absolutely was like, okay, yeah, hell yeah. And I did it, and slowly it stopped affecting me. And wow. Yeah, and I just was like, okay, yeah, I'm not having these issues anymore, and I could sleep in my room alone again, and I wasn't freaking out all the time. Uh-huh. And that was what kind of made me stop getting away from that stuff initially. Because mm-hmm. I, like, I was having very freaky things happen to me. And Did I'd you have, experience like sleep paralysis? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, awful. It, not often, but I had it, mm-hmm. and yeah. And then I would have like crazy dreams, and I would sleep so hard sometimes. Oh, yeah, two, 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 sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would sleep so hard sometimes. My mom would uh, like tr- be shaking me, <laughs> and like I wouldn't wake up. And then she'd walk to the room, and I was standing. And then like I like had really bad sleepwalking as a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. And I know that was connected to something, but I forgot what I was even going to say about that. Mm -hmm. But no, yeah. So I was, grew up believing that ghosts were real. I believed in energies. I didn't know what they were really, Mm -hmm. but I like, I was like, there's something here. My mom said there might be something here. I, this is a reality for me. And Yeah, being terrified really just put me off of it. And then as an adult, stuff started happening to me that had no explanation, really. And I kind of started to get back into it. But it really took, uh, like, hard sciences Mm -hmm. to get me back into it because I was kind of at that point where I was away from, like, spiritual type of concepts. And I was very much into science. And once I started coming across science that backed up the kind of things that my mom had been talking about Mm -hmm. my whole life, I was just like, oh, okay. Like, I can get down with this. And I could understand a world where, you know, we're just not there yet and people understanding these concepts in a more scientific way. And a lot of the information I found was crazy. Like, I remember I grew up believing in aliens because Mm -hmm. my mom, one day I saw some terrifying movie. And I was like, oh, my God, Mom, are aliens real? And she was like, what the fuck? Yeah, aliens are real. Like, (laughs) you think we're the only people in, like, the galaxy? Uh Like, there's more star. Yeah, there's more grains of sand on Earth than there are... Or no, that's backwards. But... She just was like really told it to me and was like, of co- like you cannot think or be so arrogant yeah. to think that humans are the only ones here and that they would be the smartest. 
And that rocked my entire world. Mm -hmm. Like, I was not expecting her to answer like that. And I kind of had to sit down and be like, wait, what the, like... And from there, it took me into just even stuff like ancient astronaut theory. Mm -hmm. And, like, I remember seeing, like, I had, like, ancient aliens came on one day, and it was like a switch turned in my head. Mm -hmm. And I realized, like, literally anything, Everything I'd ever studied up until that point was about that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because, I mean, it's all just worded differently, yeah. but they're the same things. And even with, like, uh, like I finally got to the point, though, that I actually surpassed my mother. Uh-huh. And she's kind of stopped, and I'm more like, oh, I need to find a meditation retreat. Yeah. Do you think that like her like saying like yeah of course there's aliens that was kind of like what because how, how old were you when you when she said this to you oh I, I was like six yeah was that like the first like kind of thing where she, like that made you want to question everything oh absolutely yeah. because i was only six but i still up until that point lived in a world where i thought everything like i i truly did not believe in it like i thought this was just a movie concept yeah and it started to get more real for me because just out of like synchronicities, which I experienced quite a bit, mm-hmm. I like that stuff just started popping up in my life. Like, cause I like to do dumb research. So I'm like the idiot on NSA.gov <laughs> typing shit in, you know? Yeah. And one day I just typed in aliens on mm-hmm. NSA.gov and there's just like, you get a list of stuff, UFOs and all this stuff with the government confirming all this stuff and telling you type of technologies they're working on. And, like, I was dumbfounded. Yeah. I was, like, I was so, like, it blew my mind. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm not crazy. Uh-huh. And, but also it made me kind of realize that I thought my mom was crazy for so long. And it's so ridiculous to think that somebody would be just filling my head with lies mm-hmm. and be like, fuck this kid. Grow up in this stupid world and believe in fantasies. But, I mean, at the end of the day, people... Like, history will show you that the majority of people are never right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're all just we're all just guessing here. No, yeah, that's with anything. Like, even science changes every couple of years. Mm-hmm. We're still deciding what things are planets. Exactly, yeah. Is Pluto a planet or not? <laughs> <laughs> no one can decide. Um, I, I'm really intrigued by what you said about synchronicities. Dive into that a little bit more. Like, what, for the layman, what does that mean? Synchronicities are like <laughs> synchronicity is a lot like a Facebook ad. Mm-hmm. You start talking about something and it starts coming yeah. into your life. Okay, okay. You know. Yeah. So even like uh, I think you're like I thought about it and then I saw an ad for it. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. like that is synchronicity for you, and it's just you like attracts like. You're putting mm-hmm. out one energy into the world and you will get that back. But also just on a level of like they say. Like, people from other dimensions are trying to talk to you if you see certain things. And, like, even I think synchronicities, like, number synchronicities are connected to every religious book. Mm -hmm. And they're connected to angels, whether you believe they're, like, whatever. But uh, they're supposed to be, like, angel numbers, and they're trying to contact you in certain ways. So, like... Everything like stuff gets very, very deep to the point where you're realizing like these are scientific methods of communication Mm -hmm. with other worldly beings and other shit like that. And that's pretty much the type of church I grew up in. But uh, so like stuff like when I saw the two, 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 that happens to me 10 times a day. Yeah. Like 
literally 10 times a day. I'll any number of combination that's just uh, repeated or I will go to a new place at the cash register and, or a new place and pay for something. And it's six, 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 always get that at the cash register. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you find yourself like waking up in the middle of the night at like numbers like that too? I used to, but I don't really wake up in the middle of the night anymore. Oh, okay. Cause you, you learned how to, well, stop yourself from doing that. I learned how to buy weed, but because <laughs> I like between all that stuff and then having Asperger's, mm-hmm. my sleep is so fucked and my energy level is so high, yeah, that I genuinely can stay up for seventy-two hours. Holy shit, you're like a computer running hot all the time. Yeah, so like I like I literally have to like put myself down. Right. <laughs> God. When, um, how long were you dealing with that? Like before you found like weed and stuff? Um, 16 years. Oh my God. That's like, that's yeah, that's horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was pretty awful, but I didn't know anything different yeah, at the time. Like, this is just, uh, did you assume that everyone had that? Yeah, and, like, it was actually really, like, I couldn't have really sleepovers or anything Mm -hmm. because all my friends would go to sleep and then I'd just be laying there for three hours before I got bored and called my mom. Oh, yeah. And then I'd just go home and sit and watch TV Uh until I pass out. A lot of, like, late night. Do you wake up early? Uh, Yeah, I wake up really early. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll go to sleep really late and wake up early. That's so nuts. Yeah. How much sleep do you get per night? If I don't smoke... I can really only cram in about five hours. Okay, yeah, that's uh, it's not not a ton of sleep. No, yeah, I like literally just energy jolt wake uh-huh. up. That's crazy, and you can't like force yourself to go back to sleep. No. Oh, but another sleep thing connected to mysticism mm-hmm. though is um, when I was a kid, another reason I couldn't sleep was because when I would close my eyes at night. I would just, like, completely dark room, see bright white light. And mm-hmm. then I would open my eyes and look around, and there's nothing there. And it happened to me about 12 times in a row before I would be able to pass out. Yeah. And I only heard about that recently again, and I uh, I don't know, because it was some, like, dumb astrological date. And I didn't know at the time, but mm-hmm. I was laying in bed. And it happened to me for, like, the first time in 15 years. And I was just close my eyes, bright white light looked to see what was happening and I was just in the dark Mm -hmm. and I know it's connected to your pineal gland which is like you know the psychic center of the brain but um I don't know what is happening necessarily when that happens to me but I know that was like that was one of the biggest things that happened to me as a kid that freaked me out and I really did not know other people weren't experiencing that kind of stuff But also, just to be going through very weird stuff like that, I was kind of glad to be brought up in such a very strange, psychic type of church, just Mm. because they were the only people that had anything to tell me that would actually help. Because, I mean, the power of human consciousness truly is so powerful that, like, when I was like, oh, no, I don't believe in this stuff, I did not experience it anymore. Mm -hmm. But also, people like... uh, you know, the placebo effect is really the main thing that we've ever done that proves the power of human consciousness because human consciousness is so powerful that you have to do a double-blind study so that somebody doesn't literally cure themselves from a sugar pill. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> that I think that's awesome that your mom was, like, so just open to all of this stuff. Cause yeah. Any other mom would have just been like, eh, you'll be fine. You'll grow out of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually in pain. Please help. No, yeah. 
I think because my mom ended up telling me like a while, which was another thing where like I started to become very open to the stuff, but then I started hardcore studying it mm-hmm. once uh, my mom told me about an experience that she had that was like insane. Because my mom still meditates and stuff, but she was like hardcore hippie, like yeah. hardcore into it. And in her 20s, she lived with her friend, and they had this place together. Her friend goes out to do, like, a blind date, I guess. Mm -hmm. And my mom stays home and is meditating. And she just is, like, sitting there and goes into, like, this trance and kind of, like, falls back. And then suddenly she feels like she's somewhere else, and she's fighting this person. And she's rolling all over the ground. She's kicking. She's screaming. But no noise is coming out. And she's just, like, fighting this man off of her. And she's freaking out. She doesn't know what's going on. And then suddenly she just jolts awake. What? Just jolts awake. And she's like, okay, what the hell? And she was kind of freaked out, didn't want to go to sleep. So Mm -hmm. she, like, turns on a movie. It's chilling. Then my mom's friend comes home in distress and is like, oh, my God, you won't believe what happened. That guy tried to rape me. What? (coughs) What? (laughs) Holy shit. And then after that happened, my mom was, she she stopped. She told her what happened, and then she stopped meditating for a while because she was not ready for such an intense Uh type of otherworldly experience like that. Wow, so your mom is super sensitive to, to these energies as well. Yeah, so... Yeah, so having actually had that happen to her, she kind of knew that I might be dealing with something mm-hmm. that had legitimately affected her once. Yeah. So she probably, does she have like a bunch of advice to give you too? Sometimes, yeah. She has, my mom, yeah, she set me on quite a few paths that have helped me out mm-hmm. a lot. And like, uh, yeah, like anytime my mom offers something, I don't know why I'm so hesitant at first. <laughs> it's your mom, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then I'll get back into it maybe a year later, and it's the best thing I've ever discovered. Mm-hmm. Like, she's the one that put me on to, like, uh, Solfiego frequencies. What's that? Um, Solfiego frequencies, are they are usually made with, like, a pure just sulf- or sofeggio, maybe? I think it's sofeggio. But they're made just pure tone or in binaural beats, and you listen to them, and they affect your brain waves mm-hmm. to help heal you but also they can help you concentrate they improve iq and they can break down calcification in your body via sound so they actually have been help improve alzheimer's patients because a lot of their problems is from uh plaque buildup in the brain Mm -hmm. so yeah so with those the solfeggio frequencies it's uh old old very like ancient religious music was based on the solfeggio scale Mm -hmm. And in the time of around, it wasn't Hitler, but it was like around that time. But uh, they had the scale changed in Germany to the music scale right now at A440. And it used to be A4, or A432. It used to be A42, A432, and they changed it to A440. And A432 was the original scale that every time people heard music, it brought about uh, feelings of, like, love and kindness and happiness, Mm -hmm. and people were less anxious and this, that, and the other. And the A440 scale was tested and put into use because it brought up, like, anxiety in people, and it brought up fear and anger and hatred. Mm -hmm. And once the scale... They eventually changed it worldwide, and some jazz musicians still play on A432. But uh, they eventually changed it worldwide, and people started to like music less, and they started to get more angry. Wow. 
and that's why World War II happened. <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I've actually heard of the A432. Um, I did a sound bath in, um, in Joshua Tree at the Integratron, and they play their, their crystal bowls there at oh, yeah. A432, and they're like talking about all these properties. And at, at that point, I was just kind of like, I don't know what any of this means. But like, <laughs> this one lady with all these crystals was like shaking her head like, yes, yes. And I was like, okay, she knows what this means. It must be <laughs> fine. <laughs> But it was a cool experience. I was like, it, it feels, I mean, it's like vibrating in your body. And so I, I guess it was very calming after. Oh, no, yeah. Like, I, yeah, I'm very sensitive to that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, like, if you put crystals on my body, like, you'll, my muscles will start twitching. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's insane. Wow. You're super sensitive, very in tune with all the stuff. I don't know anything. Like, I have a few crystals, but I was just, like, given them as a gift. Yeah. And uh, I just, I think they look pretty. I haven't really done a whole lot of uh, <laughs> research into what they mean, so you could probably educate me a little bit. I know kind of what they mean, but, like, I don't know. I, I, I read all the stuff about how people do their particular mystical things, mm. but I really only do what works for me, and I kind of make up my own stuff. So I know, like, some people do all kinds of stuff from, like, summoning angels and demons with them mm. to just, like, trying to heal a scar yeah but actually my mom did uh my mom that's how another reason i got into crystals my mom had adult chicken pox what yeah and they were really bad and she had scars all over her body and she uh had just gotten into spirituality picked up a crystal and had like some cocoa butter and she was just like, I would rub that crystal every day. And then I'd put on the cocoa butter and just hope to be better. And she doesn't have one scar on her body. That's amazing. Yeah, I think that's great. Because I can't even get cocoa butter to take away, like, acne scars. I know. It's <laughs> so, like, all these properties. I'm like, uh, my face still looks the same. <laughs> um yeah, the, um, past guest Lisa Chenu told me that what she likes about crystals is, like, and what people kind of like don't do right with them or like not necessarily don't do right, but like the point of them is to just like look at them, remember why you got them and just to be mindful of that. And that's what's helped her the most. I'm like, okay, well that makes complete sense to me rather than being like, this is my money crystal. If I, you know, don't do anything, but have this, then my life's going to be different. It's like, no, of course not. You have to put things into action. Oh yeah. I like that stuff too, but I'm actually sensitive enough, uh, sensitive enough to all that stuff that I like to, like, I can take joy rides. Like, I throw some crystals under my pillow and mm-hmm. go to sleep at night, and I, can, like, I fly in my dreams. Oh, okay. Do like, you do much lucid dreaming? I am trying, like, I haven't mastered it yet, yeah. but maybe one out of seven times I lucid dream. Yeah, that's amazing. I've always wanted to, but I don't. Oh, it's fantastic. It's, you're truly living in another reality. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, because I've, and it feels, like, it's, Crazy. Can I, like, I have a friend who is able to lucid dream, and she mm-hmm. flies in her dreams all the time, too. And we are like, just talking about it to each other, and we describe the exact same experience of, like, here is how you fly in a yeah. dream, and here's how it feels. And it's just amazing that it's, like, universal. Uh-huh. You should talk to Jorge Riverall, because I interviewed him about lucid dreaming, and he's, like, so jaded to the experience now, just because, like it's the kind of thing for him where like he's always just done it in his life so naturally that he's like, it was the kind of thing where I was like, well, doesn't everybody do this? Oh no, I'm, I'm the weirdo. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But he's like been annoyed in lucid dreams where he's just like, ah, this is just a dream, whatever. I'm just going to go like go over to this place and then fly over here. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. To be, to do it so often that you're jaded by it. Yeah. That, that, yeah. I'm trying to get to that. Yeah. Yeah. I will just like randomly like be in the middle of a dream and then like, 
jolt into consciousness and I'm like, oh, wait, I can fly. And then uh-huh. I'll like drop whatever I'm holding and fly off into the air. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've like tried to read books on it and I'm just, I don't know, I'm not disciplined enough to like, because they tell you like write down your dreams and I'm like, ah, I'm going to forget. All, everything that they're saying is shit and they're, right. they're trying to sell a book. Exactly. The, the main way that you lucid dream and it will take you a month, uh-huh. but you literally just before you go to sleep at night say, I want to remember my dream or I will be conscious in my dream and it will work. And like it's you just, say it out loud or you think it, you say it out loud, you think it, whatever is going to make it stick for you mm-hmm. and it will happen. And it's the same thing. Like if you want to wake up without an alarm clock, you say, I'm going to wake up at six. Mm-hmm. It might take you a month, but it will start happening. Gotcha. I was able to do that as a kid where mm-hmm. like I didn't need alarms or anything. I would just be like, Oh, I need to be up at five and go to sleep. I'd be up at five. Oh, that's so, <laughs> uh, teach me your ways. <laughs> um, t- talk to me a little bit about like your, your meditation practices. Okay. So, uh, I am trying to get back into it now. Cause I'm mostly, I like working with energy a lot, but I'm trying to get back into hardcore, just sitting down and meditating. Mm-hmm. And I usually try to meditate. Like I don't do any less than five minutes, but I try to do at least 30. Yeah. And for the most part, like, cause I, I don't know, I'm very, I'm interested in very big mystical things. So with a lot of people meditation, they're just trying to like clear their mind or they want to get to a point where they have less stress. Mm-hmm. But like, I want superpowers, you yeah. know, like I'm, I don't, I don't care about stress. Like I want some cool shit to happen. So like, I'll do very specific things. Like there's one, the mirror meditation which is almost a very instant one for anybody who wants to see something weird. But you get in the mirror and you like light a candle and you start like focusing on your face and take deep breaths and look just stare into the mirror and you'll start to see your face morph into something else. Mm-hmm. I think that's fantastic and a lot of people haven't even uh, been able to get to the point where they're the thing looking back at you in the mirror is literally no longer even your morphed reflection, but it's another entity that is able to speak to you. And that's where all the like uh, bloody Mary and all those mirror type Mm -hmm. things come from. Mm -hmm. And have, and that's like what you're most interested in right now. Not really. I mean, that's okay. one that I do a lot now just because I think it's cool. But uh, the ones that I'm most interested in are, um, well, I like Reiki, which I guess you could say that's a form of meditation, but it's really energy work. But mostly when I'm meditating, I just try to clear my head and I kind of try to just let anything flow in. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking for kind of like downloads from the universe. Okay. But yeah, I don't really meditate on anything specific. I'm more looking for something to come to me. Mm -hmm. And something I do do a lot, which is just like very, like, (laughs) because I love, love aliens, like hardcore alien fan. Mm -hmm. I can tell you more about aliens than probably humans. (laughs) And like, so there's um, the, what is it, CE5 contact which was made by all of these uh, parapsychologists and extraterrestrial researchers, which you'd be surprised how much of these, like, foundations actually exist. But they all, like, came together and developed this uh, contact method Mm -hmm. for, like, either basically summoning UFOs Mm -hmm. or contacting an interdimensional being. And once they got down to it, it ended up being this... uh, pretty much like five-step meditation practice. Mm -hmm. And through that, like, you will start to see stuff around you. So that's one that I have been working on a lot now. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I think it's very cool. And uh, I did it for 10 days once and gave up because nothing happened because I'm like anybody else. I'm very skeptical. Uh, but I think maybe a week after I stopped, I was watching my dog and looked up and totally saw a UFO. And yeah. it's just this thing like zipping in a circle. It, like it was crazy. And I was like, okay, so you guys got me. Sweet. This is at night or during the day? At night. Oh, crazy. And then I just went to some like alien fest where like the whole week I had been um, looking for binoculars uh-huh. and I was like, okay, uh, I guess I'll just buy them after this festival. And it's like, oh, actually it, there, people have like alien stuff there. Maybe there'll be some binoculars there. So mm-hmm. I go through the festival and doing my thing. And I listened to a few conferences and some speakers that I like. And then I'm about to leave and I walk by this table that there's just these binoculars sitting there. Mm-hmm. Only pair of binoculars at the festival. And so I look down and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I look next to it and it's this book. And it's a book of this guy's uh, UFO sightings. Uh-huh. And it's just a big book. And I'm just flipping through. I'm like, oh, okay. And I was like, I wonder if I can buy these binoculars. And I was like, I oh, know, I got to go home. I turned the corner, and there's a ton of people with their binoculars and telescopes standing there looking up in the sky at, like, two or three things flying crazy uh-huh. that absolutely weren't planes. And I was like, wait, are you serious? And I look up, and I was like, yes, I just got another UFO sighting. And I was like, the universe kind of, like, sculpted it for me. Yeah. Because I knew right where to stop. right here, look. (laughs) And you bought the binoculars? Absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah, once I saw it, I was like, oh, well, I don't need to spend any money. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. I ended up buying way worse binoculars, and then I was like, I guess the universe was trying to tell me that I should have just gone ahead and spent the 50. Eh. (laughs) You you could find a better deal on, like, Craigslist. I actually hate binoculars, so I like telescopes. Okay. Do you have a telescope at home? Uh, not a good one. I have, like, a pirate telescope. What? Yeah, oh, like the, like... Yeah. Uh, Land Ho, kind of? Yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're not... You, that's more for seeing, like, like distance, like, on Earth, probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope you get a, a cool telescope in your future. Oh, me too. Yeah. It'll happen. Does Ikea sell any telescopes? Probably shitty ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't sell anything worth... Yeah. Um... Uh, t- just to kind of wrap things up, and this is like the the scared little Catholic inside of me. <laughs> Have you ever encountered like any like like negative energies? And if so, how have you dealt with that? Okay, I'm so glad you asked. It, I uh, yeah, I've had stuff. Uh, mostly, I will say on acid. Like I've had crazy acid mm-hmm. experience where. Both I have seen something, and then other people have told me they saw something that happened. But and of course you're just you'd be like, oh, we're on acid, this, that, and the other. But like I've had crazy, very negative feeling because sometimes it's just the energy. You mm-hmm. don't really see an entity or anything. But I've had experiences where like me and this girl are on acid, and like I was just crazy high, and then suddenly like I'm looking just in the air. And I can see space-time looking like it's opening up in front mm-hmm. of me. And it looks like it's going into this very, like, digital robotic world. And I'm, like, freaking out. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to lay down. And then she was like, wait, you see that? What? <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, no, wait, you see that? And she starts describing it to me. And I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, this is not okay. <laughs> yeah, and... 
I have had multiple experiences like mm-hmm. that where you're just like, well, if two people are seeing this, what is it? Yeah. I've had friends that they all, like, three of them took acid, and they saw the Grim Reaper walk up the stairs all together, freaked out, and then uh, one guy, like, got in a trance and followed him up the stairs, and the other two were too afraid to do anything. Yeah. So I think, like, because that's something I have to figure out some platform to talk about it more, but I think that's so, like, shared hallucinations are very interesting, and people that have tripped a lot can tell you some very interesting things. Absolutely. Do you get scared in those situations? I feel like I would Oh, it's out. terrifying. Yeah. It, it, first of all, it's terrifying. Second of all, you're on drugs. Mm-hmm. So it's just so much worse. You're so vulnerable at that moment. So vulnerable. Like, I've had somebody tell me something just barely unnice while mm-hmm. I was tripping before and it like hurt my entire world. Yeah, it ruins your, <laughs> like, your whole t- your the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, so for like me to be like, "Oh wait, is reality breaking in front of me oh. while you're on acid?" You're just like, "I don't know if I'm going to survive the trip." Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if my mind will survive. Yeah. <laughs> And then four hours later, you're like, ah, I'm fine. <laughs> no, yeah. And then I've had, I've had weird acid trips because once I finally broke through, mm-hmm. like most of my acid trips were kind of negative now that I think about it, but I had some really good ones. Yeah. But I had one where it was kind of one of the reasons I broke up with this girl. <laughs> I just like, I, I trust the acid more than I trusted her, <laughs> but like, <laughs> we had taken acid and it was the weirdest trip ever. Cause like, we we're just sitting in the bed at this point. We we're just like, actually we shouldn't have taken it, but I mm-hmm. guess here we are. And we we're just, sitting there talking and everything was normal it was like i hadn't taken acid and she said she felt the exact same way but when i would look at her she would morph into a demon what the fuck <laughs> like i i could look at anybody else in the world i could look at anything around the apartment normal mm-hmm. looking at her she morphed into she morphed into something that looked almost like textbook devil creature yeah and was laughing at me and that freaked me the hell out i was not down and i almost immediately was like i'm not continuing this relationship Uh and then like she morphed into this like blob creature and it's crazy because like on acid you're like you feel like that is happening like Mm -hmm. it's not like oh a cartoon it's like that person that happened to that person right did you tell her like what you were seeing as it was happening? Or? No, yeah, and she said it was the same for her, oh. which was very strange because that happened to us a lot where we were just so connected that yeah. if my trip was going a certain way, you could be damn sure mm-hmm. it was the same for her. So it's just like your your brains and your energies telling you just like you guys don't need to be together. Oh no, yeah, yeah. but that's the terrible thing like I guess about being too close to me in any type of way. Mm-hmm. Like people that get too close to me like they start seeing like cuz I have friends that aren't into psychic stuff at all and I don't care. Like I can get along with whoever, but people spend enough time around me and like weird shit just starts happening. Yeah. Or they realize that they've built some type of connection to me where literally any time they think about me, I hit them up. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> You're, you got a little bit like tentacle in yeah. people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that happens to me often, like with friends, but especially people that I'm with. Yeah. That's wild. Do you, do you like that about yourself or is it just kind of like, whatever, this is the way things are? It's just the way things Uh are. Like, I don't know if I dislike it. Yeah. But yeah, I've never known anything different. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's like the big common thing with that is like, this is just your life. Yeah. You know, you just, you're dealing with it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Fletcher, I thank you so much for, for being on my show today. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah.